1: Good morning. Welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson and I'm editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. Thank you for choosing to spend part of your morning with me. Before we get started, now that the regular season is upon us, I wanted to take a minute and ask you guys to send me the various Dallas Mavericks stories that you see around the internet. While I do spend a great chunk of my day online, I also miss an awful lot. There's Dallas Mavericks writing, video, podcasts, anything you think I ought to see. I want to see it, and there's a chance that I will do my best on these Moneyball Minutes to signal boost it. For example, the uh, my friends at Mavs Film Room put out a two-part podcast previewing the uh, season, and you can go find that looking up the Mavs Film Room podcast. Um, so yeah, I would really like to to signal boost the things that people are making around the internet that are Dallas Mavericks based, uh, even if it's something from a major outlet or a minor outlet. I like I like seeing this sort of stuff. You never know what I will or won't see, and frankly, I appreciate being made aware of all the stuff that's being made out there in Mavs land because it's uh, hard out there to to make content. All right, guys, let's hop into the news uh, of the day. So it seems likely that Faku Campazzo is likely to sign. Uh, today at some point, and it's of value for me to sort of discuss for a minute why I'm a, you know, why I think this signing actually matters. I should have wrote a whole piece on this, but I really didn't. So in the regular season, it's worth noting that over, you know, 82 games, you know, you have five positions, 48 minutes total. So 48 minutes times five positions times 82 games, that's over 19,500 minutes uh, that you have to fill. And over the course of an NBA season, it's actually a little bit harder to do than you might think. For example, in the two guard minutes, there's uh, 7,872 minutes, so... To, to fill between those two positions. And last year, if if we assume, for example, that Luca plays 36 minutes times 72 games, that's just under 2,600 minutes. And it's Spencer Dinwoody playing 32 minutes a game, which is really high for him. He's rarely played over 30 minutes a game. If you assume Spencer Dinwoody plays 32 minutes a game at 72 uh, times 72 games, that's just over 2,300 minutes. Add those two together and subtract it from the uh, aforementioned um, 7,872 minutes and they're still just over three or just under 3,000 guard minutes to fill. Uh, so the Faku composite signing is actually pretty interesting, even if you don't think he's going to play that much. I promise you that these guys actually play more, you know, it's our perceptions are really warped. I think that, that a lot of people believe. The Dwight Powell, for example, played a ton of minutes last year. What he did is he played 82 games, but he actually played just under 22 minutes a game. So these minutes are all going to get soaked up. It's why roster depth is actually pretty important. And I think the Mavericks have not done a great job the last several years of providing a- talented depth past about the, the seventh or eighth guy. Uh, now they only have one. Um, they have they have. Faku Compasso to backfill some of these minutes but I don't necessarily think that he was an ideal fit and I certainly don't think that he was uh, a part of the plan going back to uh, the start of the summer but that is what it is and we're going to have to move from there. Uh, last night the Mavericks hosted a a event for the Mavs Foundation called uh, Toast to Tip Off where a bunch of or the entire team actually uh, you know did a a kind of a Q&A, and there's a bunch of, you know, there's, there's uh, an auction and a bunch of stuff going on, and, you know, we didn't make it out to the event, but in the... Um in the comments here, I've linked Dorothy Gentry's Twitter feed, and she has a bunch of video from some of the questions that are being answered. Christian Wood is the only one that apparently missed the sweats memo, so he's wearing white while everybody else is wearing blue. There's a lot of fun questions. Uh, it's it's just a, you know, it seems like it's a good time. The guys look loose and ready to start the season. I recommend going to Dorothy's Twitter profile and checking all that out. The next thing I wanted to point you to was the Athletics. Uh, John Hollinger has a lengthy analysis, uh, and data backed piece for the Mavericks this season, what he thinks they're going to do. Um, I don't really agree with some of his conclusions or the data, you know, but, but, you know, he's drawing from data. He's a smarter guy than me. So what are we going to do with that? Uh, the next piece is a NBA alignment chart from, uh, the ringers, Rob Mahoney, uh, where he, if you don't know what I mean by an alignment chart, it's, um, (laughs) It's, you know, the, the lawful good, chaotic, evil, that sort of thing. It's a pretty fun chart, and he has his explanations. You know, Rob is secretly a nerd. Where the Mavericks fall into this is actually fairly interesting. He has a, a pretty big write-up considering uh, where they fit because he doesn't cover every team. Um, the next piece is f- uh, one from two weeks ago that I just missed from our buddy talk Franco. He's over there at D Magazine writing stuff now. He has... Uh, He he uses some of Jason Kidd's quotes from Media Day and draws some conclusions uh, using his data crunching about the kind of lineups that they're going to run, Um, particularly looking at how the team plays with one big versus two bigs, and it's pretty stark. Uh, offensively and defensively, and you know, Istock really gets into the meat of the the questions that the Mavericks are going to have to try to answer uh, over the course of the season because it's finding that right mix at the right time is what allowed Dallas to succeed last year. But as usual, it's it's a must read, and I recommend going to check it out. Uh, then my. Uh, My buddy J. Kyle Mann wrote a piece with uh, Zach Cram over at the Ringer analyzing as it's a young core rankings. Now, where do the Mavericks fit? Don't want to ruin it for you. I recommend you go take a look. But compared to where we've seen a lot of Mavericks falling in rankings this offseason, you know, the team individual players, etc. I think this is a piece that will pleasantly surprise most Mavs fans. Uh the final thing I wanted to point you to was Adrian Wojnarowski did an interview with Chris Taps Porzingis in a podcast. It's worth listening to. Um, as usual, Porzingis gets lauded for his directness uh in answering specific questions. You know, he he thinks that things didn't work between he and Luka Doncic because they didn't discuss some of their on court issues and enough off court. Um And I, you know, it's it's not necessarily talking about enmity, just the fact that things didn't work from a basketball sense. I found myself a little bit frustrated when listening to it because it's, you know, for as much as as I think Porzingis can occasionally get a little bit of a hard rap, he seems to still have a different assessment of himself as opposed to the player that he actually is. He's a very good player, but he's not a star. And he frankly misses too much time with injuries, which is why the Mavericks had to move on with him. Um, That's what I got for today. I would appreciate it, like I said at the top of the show, is if you could send me what you see around the internet. These first 15 to 20 games are going to be rife with over-analysis and speculation, but that's what's fun about basketball. Uh, if, you know, you're listening to this on any, any point before uh, Tuesday morning, we have not very much time until basketball starts. The Mavericks play the Suns uh, on Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. local time. Be ready for that. It's a nationally televised game. I'm really looking forward to it. We have uh, other stuff at MavsMoneyBall.com, uh, but, you know, I, I didn't want to uh, shine a light on everything today because, you know, there's been a lot of good writing about the Mavericks around the Internet Uh, Thanks so much for choosing to spend part of your day with me, and I will talk with you guys probably either later today or tomorrow.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.